Miracle night. Need a miracle? Your miracle is here today. Right now. Welcome to Miracle Night. Your miracle is here. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. Okay, guys. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to take them off. I don't need them anymore. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is Prophet Jason. Listen, I want to come to you guys tonight. Uh, we're going to go over a few announcements, and then we'll get in the message, okay? I want to remind you guys, remind you guys, we are doing Riding Holy with God. We got patches. Uh, if you know anybody from the Blue Ridge area that wants to ride bikes and wants to do outreaches with us, Listen, we, listen, $65 is all we're asking for to help us with the shirt and patches, guys. And, and uh, you'll get a patch for your vest and uh, riding holy with God. You'll get your T-shirt and stickers, too, put on your bike or whatever. If you're riding a motorcycle, we got an outreach motorcycle ministry. Uh, we're going to be up in uh, Fill the Woods, so we got to prepare for that. Uh, God has laid on my heart to help them guys up there and not only help them, it's, this is an outreach, you know what I'm saying? So God has laid on my heart to do this and we're going to be doing a chili or some chili cook off. We need another bowl. So that's coming up guys. I need y'all's help in the $7,000 debt cancellation. Continue to sow to that. Continue to sow to that. If you want to sow to that tonight, they're the VMO account. If you got a VMO account, and all that good stuff, uh, we would we would be more gladly to to do it. Seven thousand dollar debt cancellation. God spoke to me, he told me to add up everything that we need for this project, everything for debt cancellation in the ministry. He told me to add up for it. He said, get the people to sow. And when they sow, when they sow, God's gonna cancel some of your debt. Now, if you want to get in on this, guys. You know, you can believe the word of the Lord all you want, or you can just, you know, say, oh, he just want money. No, I, I'm not wanting you money. I'm trying to get y'all blessed. You know what I'm saying? This is an opportunity for you guys. Uh, I can't, hey, we're, we're going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be fine with you or without you. But I want you involved because you, God's given you an opportunity to get blessed. I'm giving you an opportunity. Read Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. Paul was talking about, I'm not trying to get something to you, from you. I'm trying to get something to you. So this gives you guys an opportunity for God to cancel some of your debt. Now, when the word of the Lord speaks, I got to obey. So if you want to get in on that I mean $7,000 cancellation, let us reach our goal and, and, and means. I'm telling you, God is saying this, guys, not me. I'm just giving it out to you guys. If you want to obey, you want to obey. You don't, <laughs> you snooze. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to get in on it because I know uh, Jackie's already sold some to it, and I'm going to sow some to it. I'm going to get in on this. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get in on it. Why? Because we are proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, guys, what all the money goes to, it goes for all this stuff, is helping get the word of God to you. And that's what it's all about. 
It ain't about taking your money, all oh, that preacher, all oh, he wants. No, 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 no. We got to have money to reach more people for Jesus Christ. It don't take money to reach people. Yes, it does. See, 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 if I didn't have a public job, I can reach more people. But the problem I got a public job because nobody wants to give, you know what I'm saying? And then we have to charge to even do some things because nobody is generosity today. It's all about themselves. And, guys, we got to get out of that if we want God to bless us. And that's the only way God's going to bless us. When we get out of ourselves and quit thinking about our four no more, and that's it. I'm not going to harp on that too much longer. I'm just giving you guys opportunity. So you want to sow to the $7,000 cancellation, <coughs> sow to that tonight. You can and obey God. A lot of you can do 100. A lot of you can do 50. A lot of you can do a 25. You know, whatever God lays on your heart, and don't don't give God your rest. Give your best. Don't give him your rest. Give him your best. I'm telling you, me and my wife has been blessed. We are givers. We, we, we sow. We sow to other ministries. We're constantly giving. And you know what? God is constantly blessing us too. And I thank God for that. But you know what? I'm a preacher that's going to preach on money. Yes, I am. I believe in prosperity. I believe I believe that Abraham was blessed because he was a giver. I believe that. And my friend, I'm tired of seeing people walk around, walk around with not the blessings of the Lord. Because listen, if you, you're truly walking in the divine connection of God, the way he blessed King Solomon and Abraham, I guarantee you it's tied to giving. It's always tied to giving. You know, we're not trying to get your money. You know what? I, I can get money elsewhere. But God leaves it up to us to get, it's an opportunity for you to get set up for a blessing. So enough of that. Enough of that. Anyways, if you want to give, go to our Vimo app and go to God Saving Ministries. You can, uh, if you got a Vimo app, you can, uh, in a cash app, you can go to God Saving Ministries too. Find us on Vimo, type it in, God Saving Ministries. If you got a cash app, you can type that in as well, God Saving Ministries. Or you can go to our website at www.godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership. You can also sow a seed there too. You can also sow a seed on PayPal, Jason Leopard uh, forward slash um, uh, Jason Leopard.me, I think, forward slash PayPal, something like that. Anyways, you can go online and, and uh, on our website and find all that. But anyways, let's carry on. We're going to be talking about being tested. Who, who has been tested? Well, my friend, let me tell you something. I'm not in this thing for money. I'm not because my Bible tells me that I got to do this willingly, but it does take money to get the gospel out. It really does. It takes time for to feed me. Come on. It takes time to, listen, I got to eat. I can't be an Ethiopian out there. You know what I'm saying? Well, you don't have to live in a five-star hotel either. I said, well, neither does a doctor. He don't have to have them things either then, but he does. We have a problem when the man of God prospers, but we don't have a problem when the, the doctor prospers. <laughs> and God knows. Hello, Marla. God knows the doctor don't need to prosper. Amen. He gives you no hope. Come on, somebody. He gives you no hope. All he gives you is something to make more money in his pocket. Otherwise, you know, what, what What do you value? And that's that's what we're looking at. What do you value? Anyways, guys, testing. Testing. God is testing us. 
And the reason why God's got to try us, because some some people's motives are wrong. They come to God for different reasons. They come to God because, well, they think God's a spare tire for one thing. They come to God when they want to come to God. They hop to God when they want to come to God. They they do these things because, well, God's convenient. He He's not my friend, but he's somebody I can lean on when I need him. My friend, let me tell you something. God's not a part-time God. He's a full-time God. He's not somebody you go to when you're in need. When you're not in need, you don't talk to him no more. Listen, God, quit using God as a, can, uh, a coat hanger. I mean, you only need them coat hangers when you want to hang up your clothes. Listen, guys, God is not a coat hanger, okay? God's not a coat hanger. And he's not a spare tire, neither. You know, you only need him when you got a flat, right? Come on, this is not a popular message, but you know what? I'm going I'm to preach it anyways. Oh, I, I only need God when this. I only need when, you know, that, that makes me disgusted. But what about when you go through the test? What about when you have a Job experience? What about when God says, hey, have you considered my servant Job? Come on, somebody. You want to know why I'm here today? You want to know why I'm on this broadcast today? You want to know why I do ministry the way I do ministry? Do you not want to know why that I hadn't backslid on the Lord? You want to know why I'm still with God when, when my son died and all my kids went south and all my family too? You want to know why I've hung with God all these years? You want to know why? Well, my friend, if you'll stay tuned and share this broadcast, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. See, a lot of people want the anointing. Jason, I want the gifts like you. I want to be used by God. I want to be this. I want to be that. But, you know, you're not going to get it that easy. See, you got to understand the anointing of Christ, the anointing that sit by the throne of God, the anointing that says, God says, son, I'm going to sit you on my right hand. Let me tell you something. Jesus had to pay a price for that, my friend. See, we don't want to hear that I have to pay a price, right? We don't want to hear that there's a cost to pay. Well, Jesus paid it all, Jason. No, Jesus did not pay it all either. He paid for your sins, yes, but he did not pay that you got to lay down your life for the gospel's sake. Listen, he did not pay when you have temptation and you got to resist it and deny yourself and take up your cross. He did not pay for that because he said, no man can follow me unless he deny himself. He did not pay for that. There's one thing that we have that God wants. He wants you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. He wants you. He wants you to be crucified. He wants you to die to yourself and quit being stingy and start giving. Come on. Get out of yourself and start living in Christ. How do you know when you're in Christ? When you get out of yourself. It's all about me, 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 me. Oh, look at me. Oh, look at me. We see it in ministry all the time. Oh, look at me. I got to have the mic. If I don't have the mic, I'm not going to show up. Get out of yourself. See, Jesus didn't have to have a spotlight. He was the light. See, Jesus didn't have to be in front of crowds. He followed the cloud. Come on. We follow crowds, right? 
Oh, we think we're successful in ministry because we we got a big mega ministry. (laughs) You're not successful. You're an idiot. You're not successful. A successful ministry is getting one person at a time to get up and do something for God. You know, I I went to a mega ministry one time, and church was like 7,000-something people in this church, right? And I, I kid you not, you, you probably maybe, maybe out of that mega church, maybe at the 20, 30 people most in that mega church out of 7,000 people. 7,000 people, come on. That is not success, guys. True success takes 12 men and turns the world upside down. Come on, somebody. It didn't take a crowd. It took a cloud. It does not take many, many men to rock this world. It takes one man. Come on. When God is in it, when God is in it, it may be little, but it's mighty. See, God takes the things of this world we think that are foolish, and he confounds it to the wise. See, God can take a jackass, a jackass of a donkey, a bone of a jaw of a donkey, and give it to, give it to, um, Give it to Samson, and he defeats thousands of Philistines. A jawbone of a donkey? How can we miss these things, guys? How can we miss these things? So, yeah, God's got to test you. God's got to try you. A lot of you want what I got. A lot of you want the anointing on my life. You want the things that's coming in my life. You want the Harley, the house, the cars, and all these blessings that's coming to me now. But I can tell you, friend, it's been a long, long time that I've stood the test of time because I've always hadn't drove in a brand-new truck. Come on, somebody. I've always didn't drive a, 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 a 2017 Harley Davidson. I always didn't have these things, but I can tell you one thing I did have. I I had a relationship with him, and none of these things really mattered, and they still don't matter to this day. Why? Because I don't worship the things, I worship him still. Because let me tell y'all something, that Harley Davidson out there, that brand new truck, this this log cabin house that I got will not mean a thing in heaven. It won't mean a thing when I'm buried six feet under, my friend. What's going to matter is my relationship with him. Yes, God will test you. God will test you. You want you want the anointing of God? Do you want God to use you? You want you, you, you just want to go out there and be used? God said, if that's so, then get ready to pay a price. Well, Jason, what price do we have to pay? I thought Jesus paid it all. No, he didn't, my friend. What he didn't pay is you being crucified just like he was on the cross. Nevertheless, I live, but Christ, him crucified. Guys, we got to deny ourselves. We got to die to ourselves. Kathleen Kuhlman said it like this. She said, you want the power? You want the glory of God to come in your life? Then you, there's a price to pay, and the price is you got to die to your will and live to his. 
I paid a price, guys. I paid a price for what I have today. See, there's been many people come in my life, jealousy and envy of what I got, but they don't realize how much I paid. They don't realize how much I was denied, how much people walked out of my life and people that walked in. You don't understand the price I paid when my son died six feet under. That's a price, baby. A lot of you would have crumbled when when your son died and you never talked to God again. That just shows you what your relationship is with God. You didn't have one. You loved your son more than you did God. You loved your spouse more than you did God. There's many, many people does not follow God because God don't do this and God don't do that. Let me tell you something, honey. At the end of the day, When I get six feet under, I'm not going to be with my wife. I'm not going to be with my children. I'm not going to be with these things. I'm going to be with the Lord. It's not going to matter who's by my side or who's with me. Because what y'all don't understand is when I come in the world, I was naked. And when I leave the world, I'm going to be naked. I'm not going to have these things with me. I come in the world naked, not knowing anything. And I said, Lord, here am I. He said, I'm going to clothe you. I'm going to give you things, but don't let them things come between me and you. Because when I wrap it up, Jason, when I wrap it up, it's all said and done, son. When I wrap it up, it's all said and done. So why do we concentrate on having relationship with all these other things when we don't concentrate on having a relationship with the alpha and omega in our life, the beginning and the end? Let's give you some scripture. You ready? It says in First First Corinthians ten thirteen, there is has no temptation. Taking you by such is common to man, but God is faithful, who will suffer you to be tempted above you are able, but will make the temptation also a way of an escape that you may be able to bear it. Listen to what he says in First Corinthians thirteen five through seven. Examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know you're not of your own selves. How Jesus Christ is in you, except you be rip reprobates. But I trust you, you shall know that when you are, are not reprobates. What is a reprobate, guys? Reprobate is somebody that knew the truth and they don't want to accept it anymore. God will turn you over to a reprobate mind. You don't want to, you do not want to be in that category. You don't want to resist the truth. You don't want to know the truth and turn you back on it either. <laughs> it's better for you not to even know God, but to know God and turn you back on him, he'll turn you over to a reprobate. What's a reprobate? A reprobate is somebody that knew the truth and they denied it and walked away from it and still don't want it to this day. God will turn you over to a reprobate. A reprobate is what Satan is. He knew the truth. God gave him opportunity, opportunity. He still resisted it. You do not you do not want to be in a reprobate. You do not God you do not want God to turn you over to a reprobate mind. And I'm going to tell you another thing he turns you over to a reprobate mind. When you continue to disobey him. When you continue not to listen to what he's trying to tell you. 
He will turn you over to a reprobate. But God, God blessed Job. Listen to this, guys. God blessed Job because Job stood the test. Watch this. He went to Job, and he told Job, he said, Job, Satan, have you considered my servant Job? See, God has to test you and try you to see where your heart is. Are y'all following me here tonight? God has to test you and try you to see where your heart lies with him. If you're not tested and tried, then God can't find where your heart lies. See, God's concerned about your heart. You know, every time he asks us, he, he tells me to tell y'all to give offering. He's testing you just to see where your heart is. God, my friend, let me tell you something. Let me explain something to you. God don't want your money. You, you don't understand it, right? God don't really need your money. He deals with money because he knows that's a part of your heart. He does. He knows that's tied to your heart. Why is it tied to your heart? Because it's it's a part of the way you live. That's your resource. That's the way you live. It's it's your life. It's your being. It gives you clothes. It gives you a house and cars and food on your stomach. He knows that. So he uses that to see if you worship that more than him. And a lot of people have failed that test. A lot of people give when it's convenient for them. But God said, I'm not, I'm not looking for a convenient giver. I'm looking for a cheerful giver. I'm, I'm looking for somebody to give an opportunity and, and look for an opportunity to give, just like I do. See, God has to test us to see where our heart lies, my friend. We don't realize that Job was a righteous man, but God come up to Satan and said, have you considered my servant Job? He's right in all the land. And here's what Job said. I mean, here's what Satan said to God. He said, he only blesses you because you bless him. See, God was trying to find out. You better listen to this, guys. This is good. God was trying to find out about Job. And let's just go to Job 42.10. Let's just go there. Watch this, guys. Let's just go ahead and go to Job. Watch this, guys. Let's find Job 42.10, guys. Job 42.10. There we go. Job 42.10. I'll show you guys something. Job 42.10. 
Go to Joe 4210. Listen to this. Hello, John. Job 42.10 reads in the King James Version, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then came there unto him to all his brethren, all his sisters, and they all had been in his acquaintance before and did eat bread with him in his house. So God gave twice what Job had before. Why? Because he passed the test. God had to see if Job, God had to see if Job worshipped his, his, his wife. God had to see, and a lot of you fail these tests. You fail them all the time. You fail them all the time. You fail them all the time. God has to see if you love your family more than him. God has to see if you love your children more than him. A lot of you fail on this one. Because you, you'll break your neck trying to chase your children down the road. Come on. But Abraham didn't. What did Abraham do? He went up Mount Sinai and he said, Lord, I'm going to take Isaac, my only son. I'm going to kill him. See, he didn't put his kids before God. No, 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 no. A lot of you put your kids before God. Don't sit here and tell me you don't because when God's calling you to do something, you know, well, I got to go do my kids. I got to go do my kids. Uh-huh. Your grandbabies too. Come on, I love my grandbabies. I love my kids, but they're not coming before God. Come on, somebody. Don't tell me you don't put them before God because you do because every time God tells you to do an assignment or do something for him, all them kids and grandbabies always come up in your picture. My, 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 my. See, you need to draw the line in the sand. Who am I talking to? You need to draw the line in the sand, my friend. God tests us with our children, grandbabies. It does not matter. You do what thus saith the Lord first. That's why God blessed Abraham because he put him in his house in order. See, a lot of you people let your kids live with you and do what they want to in your house. But Joshua said, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Come on, somebody. See, you don't put God first. You say you do. You tell everybody, oh, God's first in my life. God ain't first in your life because he's testing you every day and you're failing it by the dozen. I'm here to tell you, my children ain't moving in my house if they don't walk up right. Let me tell you why. Not not that I don't love them, but you ain't bringing that junk in my home. Come on. Why? Because I didn't raise you that way. And I don't care if you're 60 years old, you still ain't going to bring it in my home. Why? Because Joshua said, for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You're going to do crack rock, you're going to do it outside my door. If you're going to bring demons out, you ain't going to bring no demons in my door. I love my children. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of these suckers out here say they love their children. But they don't show their children, look, we got to walk upright and we got to serve the Lord. We can't be doing these things. I'm not telling you disown your children. That's not what I'm saying. But you don't put your children before God either. Come on. You don't put your spouse before God. What did Job said? You speak foolish woman. 
See, Job was tested, folks, and he passed the test, and that's why he got double for his trouble. Come on. God's going to give you double for your trouble. So if you, your kids leaving you and your household leaving you and your family's leaving you, guess what? God is fixing to give you double for all your trouble. It's only a test. He's just testing you to see if you love them things more than him. There's two ways you're going to get to heaven, my friend, two ways. I'm fixing to give you a key to get to heaven. A lot of you ain't going to heaven because you're putting everything before God, and, and, and I'm sorry, I don't care. You said a prayer when you was 12 years old, once saved, always saved. That's horse. That's horse. That's horse maneuver. I say manure. I, I meant manure, not maneuver. That's horse mess. Oh, I got saved when I, you know, Jason, I got saved when I was 12. Yeah, I don't care when you got saved. The Bible said work your own salvation out. If he said work it out, that means it's, there's a process you got to do to make it to heaven. Come on. There's a process you got to do to make it to heaven, folks. It ain't it ain't just get out of hell card and you can live the way you want to live and do what you want to do. No, it's a process. And there's two things that's going to get you to heaven. I'm fixing to give you something that's going to save your life. You've got to love him with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. You've got to love him more than anything in your life. Anything. And don't sit here and tell me you do until you test it. We'll see if you do. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Come on. Until you test it, we'll see if you do. Come on. My wife in there, love her to death, but she knows just quick like I'll choose God, God over her any day. I've already been tested in that area. Sure have. I left this woman like a stack of freaking rocks, and I don't care. I don't care if I'm following him. You understand what I'm saying? And if you come in between that, you've got to go. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you are. And I may be tested again. I don't know. But I can promise you this. God helped my soul to keep loving him. God helped me to keep loving you no matter what. Who goes, who comes, does not matter. When are we going to realize that there's two keys to make it to heaven? Love your Lord God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. Listen, you ain't going to go into his heaven not loving him. Come on, somebody. You think you're going to come in my house and, and, and you don't even serve me and you talk about me like a dog and you don't hardly talk to me? You think you're going to wrap up in my house and live? I don't think so, my friend. And don't think you're going to his heaven and his gates and all his blessings if you don't love him down here. Watch this. Another thing's going to get you in hell. If you don't start loving your neighbor as yourself, what am I trying to tell you? Here's what I'm trying to tell you, my friend. If you don't love your neighbor as yourself, you're going to end up in hell. If you don't want it done, do you quit doing it to others? Come on, somebody. If you don't like being ignored, quit ignoring somebody. If you don't like being talked about, quit talking about somebody. And men, if you don't like your, you don't want your wife to cheat on you, you need to quit cheating on your wife where your little eyes are going to and fro here and there. Come on, it's the truth. 
Hey, God spoke it to me like that, and I'm speaking it to you. If you don't want it done to you, quit doing it to others. If you don't want people to rob you, then quit robbing others. And that goes for you out there that don't tithe. If you want, listen, if you don't want to be robbed from, then quit robbing God. How hard is this to preach? It's very hard. You know why? Because we got some stiff-necked people that don't want to listen. They just want to listen to what they want to listen to. They want to go where they want to go, and if it don't tickle their ears, they ain't paying nothing. They ain't paying no tithe. They pay where they want to pay. I'm going to preach the truth. You know why I'm going to preach the truth? Because, number one, I'm not preaching for your money. I could care less if you give. It's an opportunity for you to give to this ministry. I promise you that. Ask the people that give to it now how blessed they are. So, yeah, I'm giving you an opportunity to be blessed. You know what I'm saying? I have everything I need in here. I have cameras. I have this. I have that. Everything God has spoke to me to get for this ministry, that's what I'm doing. We got an outreach. That's going to be provided with you and without you. So I'm getting you on board to give you an opportunity to be blessed. Because when we help God in his business, he helps us in ours. And these churches that sit here and don't take up an offering at all because they ain't doing nothing for God. They don't want to expand. They don't want to get they don't want to reach the borders. They don't want to go ye and all into the world and preach the gospel. They just want to stay in that little church. That's why they don't preach about money. Why? I don't want to offend nobody. I don't care about your offense. What I care about is is to get this gospel out into the world and be another Billy Graham if that's going to be. But I tell you what, Billy Graham took finances he had to he had to live <clears throat> he didn't take a dime jason i beg your pardon why how did he get all the money to build those colleges he built see we don't we fail to realize something guys we will sit and support a doctor it really don't, a doctor ain't going to help your life. All he's going to do is put a Band-Aid on it. i tell you what a preacher's going to do for your life, a true preacher that follows God. He's going to not put a Band-Aid on it. He's going to lay hands on you, and God is going to heal you, and you're never going to be sick again. But we'll give that doctor more money than we would the pastor or, or the prophet. We will. That's how much we value things that God don't even value. And we don't have no problem with the doctor prospering either, by the way. Well, he works. You don't think we work? You don't think a minister works? The Bible said he's worthy of his hire. Guys, where is our values at? It sure ain't in the gospel. It sure ain't God using men and women of God. It sure ain't when Elijah needed uh, needed some food by the brook and he told the woman at Seraphat, if you'll give me some of that cornmeal because i got to eat too. And God's got me on a mission. And when she took care of the man of God, let me tell you something, God took care of her. Let me tell you who I work for. His name is Jehovah Jireh. He's my C- CEO. 
He is my CEO. And you know what? He's got great benefits, by the way. He's got a 401k plan. You know what his 401k plan is? It ain't 401 ways to find another job. No, it ain't. It's 401 ways to figure him out. Come on. That's his 401k plan. You got to figure him out because when you figure God out, you won't, you won't never figure him out. You know why? Because he wants you to chase him. Come on. He, he said, runneth after me like the deer panteth after the water. So is my soul running after thee, God. Listen, the reason God wants to hide and you go chase after him, because as long as you chasing him, listen, and you'll never catch him, by the way, he always runs. Why? Because he's just like a woman. He wants you to chase after him. God loves your hunger. That's what he loves. He loves your hunger. So God has to test you and try you before he uses you. I'm serious. It's just how it is. And we all want to be used of God. We all want this anointing. We all want these blessings. But let me tell you all something. You've got to be tried before you can be used. You can't have what I have because you had not paid the price yet. You hadn't went through seasons in your life wondering where God was. You hadn't went through seasons in life when you give all you got and give everything you got and still no blessings in sight. I've been there. I used to give so much it hurt. I, and I, I'd sit there and say, Lord, I don't even see a crumb on the ground. But, Lord, I'm going to keep on obeying you. I'm going to keep doing what you tell me to do because, Lord, I'm not in it for this stuff. And then on top of that, he'll let that stuff come to you, and he'll test you there too. See if you're going to worship that stuff more than him. Why? Because it's simple, guys. God, I'm going to say this one more time. God does not want things to become between you and him. And when it does, you're in trouble. See, God don't mind you having the boat, the house, the car, the Harley, the truck. He don't mind you having these things. But when them things have you, that's that's what he gets offended about. See, see, let, let me tell you what happened in the garden. He didn't mind, he didn't mind giving Adam uh, Eve. But look what happened, guys. Eve became Adam's God. Come on. You know it's the truth. He wouldn't have never listened to her if he had a relationship and he loved God. But listen, he got tested and failed because he listened to the woman. That was his God. See, he tested Job and Job passed the test. Job said, woman, you speak foolish. And then he passed, he, he tested Jesus and Jesus passed the test. Listen, you cannot put nothing before God, guys. You can't. He is the first in your life, and he's the only. And when you do, you, you're walking on minefields. Guys, that's all I have for tonight. That's it. I'm done. Congratulations. You have graduated a relationship with God. And that's what God wants for you guys. So I'm going to give you another chance to sow tonight because I, I, I feel like I don't, I don't need to leave you guys out. 
because if I leave you out, I, I'm not doing my job because God wants you blessed. And I'm going to put it out there one more time, and I'm going to keep putting it out there on the Internet. God told me to, and there's some people about to walk into blessings when they sow in this. $7,000 the ministry is raising up, $7,000. And God said it's going to cancel the debt in this ministry. He said, not also that, son, not also that. When they sold this, I'm going to cancel some of their debt. That's the exact words he told me. Now, if you don't believe the word of the Lord, that's fine with you, but I'm getting in on this because God is supposed to cancel somebody's debt. I'm telling you, he's canceling debt, guys. He's canceling debt. I'm telling y'all, this ministry is not my ministry. The things that God has told me, to get in this ministry, that's that's what he told me to get. I can't help it. Well, you should not do that. No, 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 no. You just do what God says, and we'll be fine. $7,000 debt cancellation. If you want to sow, that would be fine. If you got a VMO, whatever, needs you to sow, sow, sow. You can give your seed online. You can give it uh, P.O. Box, whatever. Say, so Jason, I want to sow towards the $7,000 debt cancellation. And, 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 guys, this is going to be helping us go up to Fill of the Woods, too, by the way. We're doing an outreach. All the proceeds go to Fill of the Woods. We're going to help that ministry get back up. It needs money, guys. It takes money sometimes. All right, guys, um, love y'all guys. Y'all have a wonderful evening, and don't forget us Friday night. Uh, pro- the Prophets will be on Podbean. Uh, don't give up on this radio, guys. I'm still working on our radio, working things out with that. God bless y'all. Y'all have a wonderful evening.